10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. This is Teachers Talk Radio, and you are listening live. Welcome to the Late Late Show with me, Shaniqua Edwards-Hate. It's a new time slot, but the same great content from 9pm to 10pm. Today I'm joined by some great guests, and we'll be discussing everything SLT related. And then ultimately, why do people aspire to SLT but not headship? This is Teachers Talk Radio, and you are listening live. Tune in live at ttradio.org, or to join in the conversation, download the Podbean app and search Teachers Talk Radio. Follow the hashtag TT Radio. Tune in, talk it out with Teachers Talk Radio. Great, it's so good to be back. It's been a little while, everyone, and look at you now. It's the Late Late Show with me, Shaniqua Edwards-Haid. Thank you to everyone who's joined in. Thank you to everyone who's been listening over the last couple of weeks. If you are listening, please feel free to text in on Podbean. Please tweet. Tweet me at SEHMiss. Tweet Teacher Talk, Radio, Teachers Talk Radio at TT Radio 2022. And use the hashtag. Hashtag. TTR Radio. So, before we even begin, it's been a little while. Half term is coming up. I hope you all have got something, you know, to do. I hope you're going to celebrate. We've got the Jubilee coming up, an extra bank holiday for some people. So I really, really hope you have something planned. My plan is to just try and relax. As I've said before, I don't really know what relaxing is. I wanted to go on holiday. Am I going anywhere? No. So I hope someone is instead. (laughs) So like I said, today we're going to be discussing everything SLT related. And I just want to know, headships. There's not enough people I know wanting to become head teachers. Why? We are going to be exploring all of that. Now, I'm joined by some amazing guests today, and I'll get them to introduce themselves. We've got Penny Whelan. Louise Sprakes, and we've got Verity Saunders. So Penny, can you tell us a bit about yourself first? Um, yeah, hi, thanks for having us on. Um, I'm going to apologise because I've got a bit of a cold at the moment as well. So I'm no really sorry if I sound a bit husky today. Um, so my name is Penny Whelan. I'm an assistant head, um, a SENCO, uh, EAL coordinator, and I do some work for the Schools Linking Network as well. And I work in a um, three-formentary junior school. Wow. Wow, you're doing a lot of different things. Wow. A few, a few, yeah. I don't know, I don't know how you keep up. I'm going to learn a few things from you. So thank you, Penny. And then Louise, can you tell us a bit about yourself? Oh. I don't know if we have Louise. Hopefully we have Louise with us. But I'm going to come back to Louise and I'm going to go to Verity, if that's okay. gonna unmute Verity. Lovely. Okay, we do have them and they'll be talking to us in a bit. I'll just make sure that they are not on mute as well. 
but we'll be talking to them. Now, before I begin, I want us to think it's really important for us to think what is SLT? What is SLT? So, Penny, can I ask you, when we talk about SLT, what are you thinking of? Um, so for me, SLT is part of being being part of the senior leadership team, although people I know have different slightly different variations on what they call it. Um, but yeah, I'm an assistant head, but you can be on the SLT again, depending on your school, without being an assistant head or a deputy head. And there's several different levels to it. So yeah, for me, it's being part of the the leadership team that's helping to make decisions about the school um, with everyone else as well. It's it's an interesting job, interesting role. Very interesting. And actually, oh, actually, can I just mention Louise and Verity? If you do pop back in, please just shout out, and then I know that you're here. But I, I do agree with you. It is. <laughs> we have got, and so I don't know if you class this, but in my school, we've got you know deputy heads, part of the senior leadership team. We say assistant head teachers, and obviously the head teacher. Would you say that's the same for you, Penny? on anyone else who's here <laughs> um yeah so we've got i mean we're a bit unusual we've got um quite a large senior leadership team at the moment so we've got head teacher we do have an executive head as well but he's um he's gradually retiring slowly so he's he's pulling away from the role slowly and does about a day a week at the moment i think but he is retiring fully at the end of this year so we've got an executive head teacher who who's retiring then we've got a head teacher then at the moment we've got two deputies, um, mm -hmm. which is unusual for a junior school of our size. But yeah. one is, um, I think, planning on relocating fairly soon-ish in the next couple of years. And then we've got two assistant heads as well. So I'm one of them and then there is another one. Um, and some of the roles are shared part-time, which is great. I only work three days a week because um, I've got a little boy. I've got a three-year-old at home, so oh. who also keeps me busy. Um, so yeah, so for me, it's all about juggling the roles and, and being, being part of the senior leadership team is actually supposed to be a team rather than just having a title, you know, you work together and you make decisions on things. Obviously the head has the say on, you know, everything that's, that's going on, but it is very much teamwork. Um, and that includes the whole school as well, not just the SLT. Yeah, no. And I agree. I think teamwork is key and that actually links to what we're going to be discussing but i think i can hear louise hello hi louise hello, hello. Louise. i'm glad you're still working yes uh louise can you tell us a bit about yourself please um i'm a year one two teacher i lead english and science and i've got my first assistant head job starting in september yay oh congratulations thank you how are you feeling about that um nervous but it's been something i've wanted to do for a very long time and I think I'm really glad that I'm in a really lovely school to start off my journey into leadership. So all positive. Oh, I love that. Uh, so it'd be great to hear actually your perspective on things today. And I don't know if we have Verity, if we do, but we might not. I know Verity's just trying to connect. So we'll hear from you soon, Verity. Okay, so if I think about now, we spoke about there's different roles in SLT now a lot of people want to get into slt but i notice sometimes they need experience and a lot of people have said they need experience but they don't get the experience there's no progression how can they gain progression how you know how did you end up in S being part of the senior leadership team i'm really interested 
what can people be doing? Yeah. And that's to anyone who would like to answer that one. Oh, can you hear me? Because it is that Verity? Yes, it is. This is so exciting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Verity. Hello. We love technology. We love technology when it does all of this. But, no, um, we Verity, do not. <laughs> Verity, I'm going to ask if you can introduce yourself. And also, we were just talking about um, SLT and progression and how can people actually progress to become part of the senior leadership team to be head assistant head. Okay, um, I'm Verity. I'm, um, I've been teaching nearly 20 years, but if you ask any of the children in my class, they'll tell you that I'm 21. Um, <laughs> of um, absolutely. I work in a two-form primary school and I've um, only ever taught Key Stage 1 and EYFS. It's where my heart is. Yeah. And I am currently in the position where I was SLT and I have in the past couple of years just chosen to step back for a little bit um, and then have recently started applying for deputy head posts. Wow. Can I ask, why did you take a step back, if you don't mind? No, no, no. Um, for a variety of personal reasons, um, I needed to to be at home for, for my children a lot more. And um, I've got a teen and a tween who um, live life in the fast lane. Um, and I think my primary job is a mum's taxi at the minute. That's certainly what it, it seems to, to be like. If we're, if we're not going to cricket practice or, or cricket training or a cricket match, then we're watching cricket. So, um, and then I've got a, a, a teen daughter who's thoroughly into dance and drama. And so if I'm not on the cricket pitch or at the side of the cricket pitch, I'm in a theatre. Wow. Wow. I'm loving this. Like you all are showing me you can live life. You can live life and just enjoy whilst doing 101 things at the same time. Gosh. Gosh. It's very much 101 things at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, actually, you've led me to think about, let's just get straight into it. I want to really think about why people aspire to SLT and not headship. And actually, we've got great guests who we've got a range of, you know, things. Some of you have said that you are an SLT, you have been a part of the SLT. And I'm interested, if I look and have a little think, the NAHT, which is the School Leaders Union, they were saying that last month's report suggested that, suggested that more than half, so 53% of school leaders who are not currently a head teacher did not aspire to headship. And especially there's an overwhelming majority of school leaders, actually it was 93%, felt the government had failed to support their wellbeing during the COVID-19 pandemic. And, mm. you know, the general secretary of, the, of this union has said that Headship is no longer seen by experienced teachers as an attractive career. And I'm really interested in that. Um, I'm you know, quite an aspiring, um, well, I just really, I'd love to be a leader. I, it's really interesting. I'd love to be a deputy head teacher, but that is where I'd stop. And it's so interesting that I thought like this. Um, and I've had time to think. And one day I was like, maybe I wanna be a head teacher. But as well for me, representation matters. And I think that's something, and I feel like you know, I'm a black woman and I don't see enough black head teachers. So sometimes I'm like, okay, I should push because then I will be so, I'll be able to represent. But actually I feel like it's 
quite hard. And if I look at some research, it says teachers mm. from black, Asian and other ethnic minority backgrounds were found to be underrepresented at every stage of the pro profession onwards, from newly qualified teachers through to head teachers, compared to their representation in the general population in 2021. So for me, I'm really interested in this. I talk to so many people. Some people don't want to even go up to SLT. Whew. I don't know who wants to start off, but why do you think? Why do you think people aspire? One thing that I really miss currently not being on SLT is being involved in that strategic planning and that and and the strategy i i really really miss that having that um overview and the the long-term plan and the bigger picture um and then working from the strategic element down to the operational element i really miss that but like you i have no aspirations to be ahead whatsoever <laughs> at all see see Whew. And I find that's quite common. I think that's such a common thing I'm finding. And as well as that, I think, and I don't know if you agree with me, COVID has really changed a lot of people's opinions. I've seen a lot of exhausted heads at the yeah, moment. Definitely. I see it on Twitter all the time yeah. where, uh, you know, they responsible. They, when I think of head teachers, I think they have a big responsibility. Everything lies on yeah, them. The, the buck stops with them, doesn't it? And I think I think a lot of people I, I'm I think I'm the same. I'm very tempted to, you know, try and go on to be a deputy, but actually do I want headship? And um our executive head teachers always said to me, Well, when you're ahead and I thought, mm, do I want it? I I, I just don't know. And I think it I could see you as a head though, Penny. Definitely. I could see you as a head. I think also for women it can be quite hard because you have to make a conscious decision yeah. at some point. If you want to start a family you've got to make that mm -hmm. conscious decision of when do you do that in your career? Do you try and get as far as you possibly can before yeah. before mm -hmm. you, you, you try and have a family? Or do you have a break? In which case, if you're in a school that you love, you know, there's potentially other people who could overtake you and that's quite scary as well. And yes. you always feel like there's pressure, not pressure that people are putting on you, but you, you feel sort of an internal pressure, I suppose, societal pressure that, you know, you should progress in your career. And obviously the only way to do that supposedly is to move up and eventually become a head but that's not necessarily true but it is definitely you know I think Covid's played a huge part I've seen the effects that it's had on everyone around me and I think head teachers they were ultimately responsible and the things they were ultimately responsible for were, were scary really um, and mental health I think we're all so much more aware of mental health that actually we think to ourselves do we want to live you know the high pressured life all the time or is it are we quite content where we are sometimes? And as Verity will let her talk about being enough in a moment, um, <laughs> that's one of her, her favourite sayings and it's and it's absolutely right what she says about it. Do we just want to be content and be happy in a job that we love or do we feel like we actually need to move up? Um, yeah, different for everyone, I think. Definitely. I think the uh, COVID has definitely shown the vulnerability of being a head teacher as well and that's put a lot of people off. Um, I think, you know, it really is a lot of responsibility. And when you're part of an SLT, you're part of a team. And even yeah. though the head's part of that, the book does stop with you. So I can see why people are, you know, find it too stressful and worrying to step in that right direction. Just the weight of that responsibility, mm. mentally, physically, emotionally, 
I think it's it's all consuming because yeah. there's there there's so much to the role of of head just yeah. just so much it, it takes a special person I think to do that and to do it well yeah yeah no you're, you're right actually I'm just thinking shout out to all the head teachers right now um and actually I've been reading up a lot and statistics are showing that men you know the mental health of a lot of heads at the moment it's not great you know they're so stressed they're under so much stress and actually if you think about it there are head teachers though quite a few who have children as well so yeah. they still have that as well as you know in school they've got this responsibility and when I spoke to quite a few people on Twitter throughout the week they were saying headship can be quite isolating and lonely where actually I guess your teammate is your deputy head where but actually there were some schools where they were saying their head teacher hangs around with them you know they go into the staff room that's another thing that I was starting to think about where and we'll link back we'll come back to aspiring to headship but I want to think about should head teachers should they be teaching in the classroom do you think because that's, that's another thing some people said you know at the beginning of head teacher it says head teacher it's head teacher they are the head teacher they should be teaching they should be leading by example other people say where's the time does anyone want to answer that Time's I've got I've issue, got a great it? head teacher and yeah. and, I, and I can just say that he is really hands on. When last last term between Christmas and Easter was the I don't know if this was the same across the country, but for certainly for us, it was the hardest term ever in terms of staff absence. And my head teacher was probably covering classes as the class teacher, he didn't know what year group he was gonna be from one day to the next. And he was teaching because we were so short staffed. He was so hit hard by COVID. And so I, I do feel really lucky that that my head teacher steps in when, 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 when needed to and does lead by example. And he acknowledges his own strengths and his own areas of weakness, which I really respect in him. He he knows what he's good at in the classroom and he knows um, where maybe the full-time class teachers have got better strengths than, than he in certain areas. Oh, wow. Oh, this sounds like a great head teacher. <laughs> sounds like a great head teacher. He's a good one. Oh, uh, and actually it sounds like you've got a relationship where, you know, he gets to know everybody or he knows when things are not great and he's ready to get involved it's not yeah i think um, visibility is a lot more important just like verity's been saying you know mm -hmm. being on the ground and seeing people um my head teacher does lots of break duties and lunch duties you know he does clubs um i have a non-teaching teaching deputy and she does the same too um and i just think it's about that you know understanding their strengths and, and you know recognizing other people's strengths as well um, the deputy will often lead more on the teaching and learning, whereas the head will lead more on like the finance and the structure of the school. Um, but like Verity said, I think it's just so important just being part of the team and being aware of what's going on in the school and the needs. And building relationships as well. I think mm, you, if yeah. you're not in the classroom, one, you don't mm -hmm. have the awareness of what the other teachers are doing and how, yeah. you know, all the, the subject matter, the curriculum, 
um, and also the expectations of the teachers and you know the workload and the pressure that they're under but also you can't build the relationships with the children very easily yeah. if you're not in there and I think I think there's definitely got to be a balance because head teachers have got so much to do it's yeah. not like they're sitting you know in their ivory tower and not doing anything <laughs> obviously they're getting on with a lot of things that are really important <laughs> But at the same yeah. time, you know, I don't know any head teachers who don't want to be in the classroom that, you know, there are none. They what they miss is actually being with the children mm. yeah. and doing what yeah. everyone else is doing. But yeah. you've also got to obviously afford them the time to be able to do the strategic management of the school. Um, yeah. And I think I think we all panic a little bit. You know, I work three days a week. I'm assistant head and I'm, I'm doing other things. I'm, do, I'm being a Senko and stuff. But if I I'm covering fairly often and that's yeah. the main priority is to cover and to be in class. Yeah. And I whinge about it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> there are times when I say, oh, my goodness. OK, right. Yeah, I'm going to be in class. I don't know what I'm doing. It's going to be a nightmare. But actually, those are the best days. And although I might, you know, I panic because I, I'm thinking, when am I going to get my work done? It inevitably yeah. gets done. You know, you find the time. And actually, what's the point in doing all that work if you haven't got someone to cover the class, the children, the priority? So, yeah, definitely. They're, they're always number one. And like I said, I don't know any head teachers who don't love being in the classroom when they get the opportunity. That's so true. That is so true. And actually, that's something every head teacher I've spoken to, that's one thing they always say, I miss being in the classroom. Uh, so and I feel like being in the classroom, of course, they get to know the children. They, yeah. they, there's so much, there's so, so much great things about being in the classroom. But at the end of the day, they've got a school to run as well. Yeah. So I guess that's something else. Another reason when I also think about it, I just I, I really do think mental health is quite important because yeah. I was thinking, you know, a head teacher, when you think of them, you think of someone who's reliable, who if something goes wrong, you can go to. They supposed they're supposed to be that reliable person constantly there. But you know, I'm a teacher, I burn out of science lead, yeah. I burn out, you know, there's so much going on. It's like sometimes we expect these head teachers to just keep going and they burn out silently. Where actually yeah. such a big thing, which, you know, a lot of people I talk to, like I said, they're like, I don't want to be a head teacher. It, it looks too stressful. But then again, if we don't have role models, if we're not seeing, you know, heads, it just makes me think we need to see head teachers and really appreciate them. It's it's a hard one. It's a hard one. It's See the vulnerability think. as well. Yeah. 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 And I, I do wonder how prepared you are to go into headship. You mm. you obviously start from from the shop floor up. You you're your class teacher and, and you work your way up. Mm -hmm. And there are all the MPQs that you can do to to build yourself up and, and gain that wider school um, understanding and those leadership skills. But I think there's so much more to a head teacher. You need to um, have a head for business. You're, you're juggling massive or not so massive budgets. And what training, how, adequate, how adequately prepared are you to go into headship when you come from from a teaching background because yes you are a head teacher and you've got those skills those bottom-up skills mm -hmm. but what how are you and i don't know i've i've not done the mpqh I've, i stopped at mpqsl but are you adequately prepared for headship and all that it encompasses um 
the the managing of the budgets the, the juggling the the building work it's all of those things that you don't have to think about when you are a senior leader or, or a class teacher you've made some good points and i was just wondering have any of you done any of the mpq so i know you've just said verity you've done an mpq sl sl yeah yeah um, oh, yeah i've done the sl and the um senko one as well um i've done the sl one okay and did you find that helped you just and i wonder if anyone has done any um headship mpqs anything like that please do feel free to text in or to tweet um remember the hashtag is tt radio and you can tweet me at seh miss now i'm just wondering did that senior leadership one that you did did you feel like it equipped you and how if it did it, i mean it gives you it gives you lots of practical advice there's lots mm -hmm. of things to think about it talks um, about running whole school projects and when we were talking about people getting experience in schools without actually being on the SLT I mean running a whole school project something with whole school impact is a good way to do that and that's what the SL talks about um, and, and it, it takes also... it further than your 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 UPS yes. I certainly found it takes you beyond yes. your UPS responsibilities yeah. as well and it, it teaches you as you know you have the conversations around actually how you support staff and how you get the best from staff and actually it, it talks about how you get the best from yourself as well and how you learn so it's it's definitely worth doing and now there are so many different mpq courses um now which yeah. are, are brilliant there's you know there's yeah. so many opportunities than just yeah. which is great yeah i really liked yeah. the um the networking aspect of mine you know being able to speak to lots of different leaders in lots of different roles and i also like the way that it made me explore what type of leader i wanted to be mm. i thought that aspect of it was really really useful in sort of um like looking into myself and deciding what sort of you know how i wanted to lead and how i wanted to motivate other staff and i certainly found that um it made me i get building on what you said louise made me reflect on mm the type of leader that I was and how I needed to change my leadership style according to the situation that presented itself or the situation that I knew that I was going into. Um, just gaining that self-awareness and and being reflective um, and that analysis of the situation and the, the people that I was going to be working with, that was really um, beneficial. Wow. So it really does sound like it has been beneficial. And that makes me think I'm hoping the headship one, you know, is beneficial as well, because you need some kind of experience, you need some kind of training. You know, it's such a big thing to just go into headship. And actually, I'm just trying to think, years wise, how how long do you think you should be in the senior leadership team for? Do you think you should move up? I know there's, I think I was reading that someone said that in their third year, there was a, you know, there was a deputy head. It was like in a really small, small school. Um, but, you know, do you think it takes time and experience? Do you think it's something that should be rushed? I think that's different for everybody. And I yeah. think some people are, are very, very keen to move up as quickly as possible. And there's nothing yeah. wrong with that at all. Mm -hmm. But I think you've got to work out what is best for you. Um, I mean, for me, again, like I said earlier, you know, it was all about when I was going to, um, you know, start a family and things like that as well, and, yeah. and how quickly I wanted to get into SLT. Mm -hmm. But 
I think it definitely is different for everybody. And But I found it really useful to have experience in different roles because, mm-hmm. you know, a few years ago I was very much, well, this is the way I think things should be done. So I think we ought to change it now. And <laughs> this is this. I've been to another school and I've seen this. So I think we should implement it because it's great. And what yeah. I've really learned from, you know, the, the rest of the senior leadership team who've been in the roles far longer than me is that actually there's, there's a lot, it's a lot better to, for me to sit back and actually take things slowly and really think about consequences and think about what needs to happen um, rather than acting really quickly. And I, I don't think, I think if I'd have gone through the process any quicker, I might have struggled because I still would have had that mindset and, and perhaps not learned those lessons, but it definitely is different for everybody. Yeah, I completely agree with Penny. I think, I mean, Verizon will say this a lot. You're not just a teacher. Yes. No one is yes. ever just a teacher. No, you yes. You've got to, you know, teachers evolve, they learn, you know, that's why we go into it because we love teaching, we love to change, we love to learn things. So it's all about you as a learner. So whether you decide to take, you know, 10, 15, 20 years learning as a teacher, learning your craft before you step in, or whether you want to jump in at three, five years, it really is about your person analysis mm-hmm. and also about like you know your willingness to learn i think a lot of heads out there will say that they did not know that they did not feel equipped to go into headship when they first started but with good coaching yeah. and good support and um, mentoring then they feel like they're doing a better job now so it really is about accepting that you know who are you as a person and never ever say you're just a teacher no definitely not and the same that you know the same with tas as well you, yeah. you're never just yeah. anything but i think I think people, I don't know whether we judge ourselves or maybe we do judge ourselves and we feel as if other people are judging us. Because I think the older you get, you start to think, oh, well, oh, yeah. I must, I need to progress or I need to go further because I'm just a teacher. And do you know what though, Penny? What's wrong with you that? Are There's enough. nothing wrong with that. <laughs> you absolutely. <are> absolutely. <laughs> but, you know, there's there's always in any any job that you're in, People, mm-hmm. you know, want to know, well, why haven't you done this? Or are you moving up? Yeah. Or, you know, when are you getting a promotion? And in teaching, yeah. they think the only way to move up is literally up to being a head teacher. And that's that's not true. true. There's so yeah. many different opportunities for teachers. And what's wrong with being a classroom teacher? Mm-hmm. You know, that's why we went into the job. No one who went into the job as being a teacher went into it to be a head and nothing else. They all yeah. went in it because they have a love of educating children. So, yeah. Wow. Preach, ladies. Off my soapbox <laughs> there, sorry. And, and someone who, who, was, who was a senior leader and has chosen to, to step back for a while. Um, I can't I can't echo that that enough. And there is people do look at you and say, Oh, you've been teaching nearly 20 years. Oh, hang on, you used to be SLT and you're not now. What you know, why why is that? And that there, there is the unspoken judgment of oh, so you're, you're a failure. Um, and I certainly felt that for, for a time when I stepped down that I couldn't do it all and be it all. Um, and I'd made that conscious decision um, professionally and personally to, to step down from, from SLT. But you are enough and the role of a classroom teacher is so much more than mm-hmm. the role of the classroom teacher, just like um you know being slt and if you've got specific responsibilities it's not just confined to the, to that list of, of responsibilities and and leadership tasks it's it's so much greater and you are enough 
um, as you are in whatever role you you have, you have got it in you to to do that and and to shine. And when your time is right and in the right school, you will flourish and thrive. No, I, that is perfect. And I think, you know, some people worry, but I think we need to remember teachers, not just teachers, but as teachers, your leader, you are leading the classroom. Absolutely. We've, yeah, and we've yeah. worked so hard as well. <laughs> as a teacher, oh my gosh, if I think back to my PGC days, oh, uh, the way you work so hard to become a teacher. So, oh, we are really getting into this, but we are going to take a short little break as you listen to some of us, listen to some of our sponsors. Um, our amazing sponsors, we have got the Witherstack Group, we have got the Oxford Smart Curriculum Service, and we've got our lovely Steve Woods. We'll be back afterwards discussing the them and us divide between SLT and everyone else. See you in a bit. This episode of Teachers Talk Radio has been made possible with support from Witherslack Group, the UK's leading provider of SEN education and care. They're here to support you too through an ever-growing offer of free resources, including webinars, podcasts, articles and events aimed at supporting teaching professionals like you. Visit their website at www.weatherslackgroup.co.uk to find out more. Imagine a world where you were free to focus on sparking curiosity in your students and giving them access to the awe and wonder of learning. A world where you were supported to deliver a truly personalised education to help all your learners achieve their potential. No need to imagine it, because that's exactly what the Oxford Smart Curriculum Service delivers. Seamlessly integrating curriculum, resources, assessment, next steps and professional development, every component of Oxford Smart is connected and working to provide you with a uniquely coherent and responsive service that empowers you and your students with transformational effect. The Oxford Smart Curriculum Service. When everything connects, anything is possible. SteveWoods.co.uk for educational support in IT and computer science. Coming up, I'm delivering a number of courses. Learn to program in Python is a free one-hour course designed to start you on your way into Python coding. Everything works in a browser, so there's nothing to install beforehand. Join me remotely to learn the basics on Wednesday the 8th of June, 4 o'clock to 5 o'clock. Visit SteveWoods.co.uk to start your journey. Are you a state school teacher in England? Why not be a hero this half-term and join me for two days and receive up to 1360 pounds in bursary terms and conditions apply find out more at stevewoods.co.uk if you're listening to this then we know we share one thing in common a passion for the type of outstanding education that every child deserves that's what makes us the leading provider of specialist education and care we need people like you to help us achieve even more with us you'll be given all the resources and support you need offered a clear path to career progression and be rewarded with some of the best salaries and benefits the industry has to offer. We are with a Slack Group. If you'd like to find out more, we'd love to hear from you. Visit www.withaslackgroup.co.uk forward slash careers and be part of our future. This is Teachers Talk Radio and this is Teachers Talk Radio News with Gail Glenn.
former Tory ministers have called for immediate action from the government to curb rises in student loan interest rates. Former Business Secretary Greg Clark told The Observer a 12% interest rate on student loans is an outrageous charge that the government must prevent from happening. It is a breach of what students expected, that interest rates on loans would be no higher than market rates. And it risks frightening off new students from entering higher education, even in courses like science and engineering, at a time when the economy desperately needs these skills. In April, the Institute for Fiscal Studies has calculated that because of current RPI inflation rates, the maximum interest rate on loans paid by those earning £49,130 or more will rise from current rates of 4.5% to an eye-watering 12% for half a year. In Wales, head teachers have said that some primary schools are not ready to introduce the new curriculum for Wales and would like the choice to delay it. More than half of secondary schools have chosen to delay and will not begin teaching the new curriculum until September 2023. And they were given the option in response to concerns that COVID disruption had left schools unable to plan for the new curriculum. NAHT President Karina Hansen, who is also a primary head teacher in Swansea, said, Primary schools have understood that they need to start their new curriculum offer in September. We weren't offered that relaxation. Secondary schools were. The reassurance we want is that our accountability partners are also clear that schools will be in different places and will need time to refine their curriculum offer. This has been your latest Teachers Talk Radio News with Gail Glenn. This is Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods, your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio. Hello, this week I'm going to talk about virtual tours. Did you know you can go virtually almost anywhere without leaving the classroom? Due to this being an audio podcast, I'd just like to point out to listeners I did air quotes around the word virtually just then. On Sunday, I tweeted a great list to start from, created by Katie Burke of Good Housekeeping. Before you start asking why someone as cool as me is reading Good Housekeeping, a good list is a good list. I'm going to tweet a different virtual tour at TT Radio every day this week. So keep an eye out if you want to pick up a new virtual tour. So what is a virtual tour? They take many forms, but my favourites are interactive. Go to a place like the Louvre and look around, without the need to buy a ticket, queue, and even have an unobstructed view. Use snipping or print screen to make a storyboard, then reflect on your journey for an activity. There are virtual tours for lots of things you wouldn't think of. I found one for the digestion process, where you can look around whilst being swallowed, digested, and yes, it finishes with you being excreted. Lovely. Next time you're looking for a way to explain something, just check and see if there's a virtual tour that can support you. I'll be tweeting at TT Radio 2022 a different tour each day this week. Yet another good reason to check out the TT Radio 2022 Twitter feed. Follow us and tell us what you want to know about tech. I'm Steve Woods and that was Two Minute Tech. 
Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods, your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio. Great little tech tip that I can use actually. So thanks for that. So I am back and I'm back here with Penny, Louise and Verity. And we are now going to be thinking about this issue that not all schools have, but there's quite a few. And when people talk about SLT, sometimes I hear quite negative views and it's a them and us. And the them being SLT and the us being everybody else. Are you aware of what I'm talking about? Oh, yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) If anyone want to get involved, straight to it. (laughs) So... I think I think some to an extent I think some of the the preconception is inevitable not because not as in a good way I think there are some times when SLT are going to have to make some decisions that might be a little bit unpopular and there might be a little bit of oh well they've made that decision they don't know what it's like etc however if you work really hard in your school with your colleagues and with your team and you include people in as many decisions as you can I know there are times when you can't, but if you if you can include them in as many decisions as you can, you're working really hard with them, you're covering, you're doing everything you can to build that relationship, then hopefully you're not going to have that feeling. I mean, my school is brilliant. Um, I'd like to think there isn't that divide, but I know there are times when there have been decisions that have had to be made that haven't been that popular when it's maybe felt a bit like that. But generally, you know, it's all about working together. It's teamwork and it's including people in the decision making process. It's giving them ownership. It's hearing those voices and recognising that sometimes you don't get it right. Or sometimes you've got to say to people, we've got to make this decision. We know it's not going to be popular, but this is why. And this is what we're going to do about it to make it better. But it's it's a tricky one. Definitely. Definitely. Go on. on. definitely about um communication and being open and honest with each other as well you know sometimes you know slt do have to say like you're not gonna like this but yeah you know (laughs) and yeah you know this needs to be done and you can't always see the bigger picture when you're on the floor sometimes and sometimes you can just get sort of like cocooned in your own little environment in your own little classroom or whatever so i do think it's all about you know the communication both from SLT and from teachers, but also just creating that team, you know, like as, as Penny said, you know, you share the vision of the school and everybody's got ownership, everybody's important, everybody's valued. I think that breaks it down a lot. Absolutely. And I think having having the courage of your convictions to to listen to those who who are solely based in the classroom and considering those who are involved in the strategic management, uh, you know, governors, senior leaders, listening to what everybody says. But as SLT, you do have the bigger picture that you don't necessarily have on on the ground floor as as a classroom teacher. Um, But you do need to acknowledge that you've listened and you've heard. There's a difference between listening and a difference between hearing. And you, I think you need to acknowledge that you've listened to and heard and reflected upon what classroom teachers, not on SLT and, and, you know, and other staff within the school have said. But at the end of the day, especially heads, you know, and to an extent deputies, but, but not as much the responsibility is on on your shoulders and you need to have the courage of your convictions to know that you 
have listened and reflected and responded to the thoughts, views and opinions of, of others. But you ultimately as SLT have the bigger picture and and it's on your shoulders to guide and steer the school. And and you need buy-in from, from your staff and you need them to come along the journey with you. And that takes great skill. And I think if you can show them that you're on their side and you know, that you really do listen, like both the other ladies said, you really do listen to what people are saying Mm -hmm. and you act on that, on the times when you really can act on it and you can make changes, then the times when you can't make changes, people are going to accept that more readily and think, okay, well, I know they've got our best interests at heart. We, you know, we've got confidence in the decisions that they're making. We know they just wouldn't inflict this on us if there was any other choice. So if you can build that relationship throughout the year those times when it is harder and you have to say this is what we've got to do should hopefully be a little bit easier as well communication is key there i think if if you don't have regular open and honest dialogue um and it's very much a a top-down um conversation then it's just not going to work and that's and that's when mistrust and unhappiness and unease and a divide does does come you've got to show people that they're valued and appreciated um that's you know no one wants to work somewhere where they don't feel valued and you know to anyone that does feel like that i would say you're you're not in the right school for you no definitely definitely Uh, actually someone um mentioned the other day and they said coaching staff but not linked to performance management where you actually care about your staff member and you're coaching them from a different point of view where you you know you want them to do better you want you want to better them um you know that was one thing i also read yesterday um on twitter where someone spoke about being before there was before they were an assistant head teacher they would sit in the staff room at lunchtime and they said still they've become an assistant head teacher and they sit in the staff room at lunchtime yeah although i know that can be hit and miss in some places as well some people don't want to be around slt during their lunchtime (laughs) but others but others do i don't know if you disagree with me but i know that sometimes that can happen but actually just having a good communication and feeling like you can trust your slt I think that's important but like you all have said it works both ways as well i think it's yeah. really important it does work both ways i feel like i could think of things right now being you know a teacher but in a few years time i have to do what i have to do um and like you said not everyone can see what i have to deal with as well on this side and what i'm thinking in the long run to better the school and the children and the staff you know so there's a lot to think about there's actually a lot um and someone also mentioned ensuring that new policies are viewed through the lens of a teacher with a full teaching timetable um, and all the demands that come with it because i guess sometimes it's easy to forget all the things that are going on um but i'm just you know it sounds like we're thinking of good little things that if anyone's listening who has got a bit of a divide going on these are things that they could maybe put into practice is there anything else anyone wants would like to add no no relationships relationships are conversation absolutely yeah Yeah. no i agree and just being a great being a role model you know being a role model i'd say and that visible presence as everyone has said 
Yeah, I'd just like to add one more thing. I think, and don't always take criticism personally. I think that can cause massive divides as well. You've got to sometimes, um, you've got to just sort of have that open and honest dialogue and be able to listen properly. I mean, I, I quite like it when people come into my classroom and suggest better things and, um, you know, give ideas on support and stuff. And I think if as long as it's done in a supportive environment, that that's going to help. But that's definitely something that I've learned as uh, my journey towards hopefully being more into the SLT next in September is um, just, <laughs> thank you, <laughs> is just, um, just accepting that, don't take it personally and just, you know, just work, go with it sort of thing. It's really hard not to sometimes, yeah. I think, because um, your classroom and your class is such an extension of, of yourself and you mm. give so much to your job, um, both as a senior leader and as, as a class teacher. You, you do give so much. It can be really hard not to do that. And again, I think it takes a very skilled colleague and senior leader to, to know the people that they work with and, and understand um, the language and the approach that is going to work best with them to take them forward and help them grow rather than for them to feel that it's the punitive um, conversation or, or, or a punitive action that's being taken. Definitely. I think like I, I've known some teachers literally dive into the cupboard every time the head or deputy comes in the room because they think they're being uh, observed. But yeah, like like Verity said, it is about that um, trust relationship and open dialogue and that SLT just sharing why and how they're doing things, particularly when they're implementing policies um, and bringing it down to the ground and saying, does this work? Is this fitted in with everybody? Is it doable? Is it is it for the children? Big, big thing of mine. Don't do yeah, that. something unless it's for the children. That's what we're here for at the end yeah. of the day, isn't it? No, and I think that's exactly it. Sometimes we forget that we are here for the children. So I would love to hear from people. Please do tweet us at TT Radio uh, 2022. You can use the hashtag TT Radio. And you can also tweet me at SCH Miss. Now, we are coming to the end of the show. And any regular listeners, you know how I like to end this show. I like to end it by finding out people's favourite fictional teachers. So I've got Penny, Louise and Verity with me. <laughs> and I'm just going to give you, my, well, everyone knows mine because I've got, I, I feel like I need to switch it up now. I'm going to just change it. But I, for the last couple of weeks, I've been saying Professor McGonagall. Um, <gasps> That's a from good one. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah. great. Deglan, who was my uh, guest last time, I hope you can hear this. They, he was not on it. He was like, no, no, he was not appreciating. He was a Harry Potter hacer. Um, but oh, I'm, I'm a big fan, so I'm all with you on that one. Yes, love it, love it. So I'm going to go to you all, and can you just tell me who you think and why? Uh, well, just for your previous de- um, guest, I'm going to go and um, Professor Dumbledore because uh, <laughs> because I'm a Harry Potter fan. Um, and he's a little bit crazy, and I think that'd be really interesting. Um, and you know, who doesn't want to teach magic? Why? Why not? So yeah, that's what I'm going for. Love it! I love it! Thank you. <laughs> that's very you, Penny. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and instantly a hundred people have logged off and think I'm a lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think they logged off when I mentioned Professor McGonagall. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. No, no apologies from me. I'm afraid. <laughs> 
Louise, off you go. I'm going to go for um, Miss Stacy from uh, Anne of Green Gables. Oh, I love oh. her. Yeah, I think, but probably because one of the favourite things she says is, tomorrow is a new day with no mistakes in it. I love that. So and I love that. that. That is a great, that is a great little thing. I'm actually in my classroom. Yes. <laughs> that is great. That's all. If you see me tweeting tomorrow with that quote, you know, forget that you said that, Louise. <laughs> You're <laughs> welcome up. to Just it. Put it <laughs> Just put it up. And Verity. Oh, can I be controversial and can I be a mixture of two just no, because I... <laughs> Oh, Mrs. Whelan said no. She said I just, no. I just like to wind her up, sorry. <laughs> Go for it, Verity. Okay. So, <laughs> Do it. Um, <laughs> thank you. Um, I, I would love to be a mixture of Miss Honey because who wouldn't want oh. to be in Miss oh. Honey's class? And um, just for the children to want to come into my class and just love the things that, that happen um, in my class and be excited and, and want to be there. So part of me would like to be Miss Honey, but then part of me would like to be um, John Keating, who Robin William plays in Dead Poets Society because he is a little bit bold and a little bit brave and a little bit radical. And um, he's a little bit, I'm a little bit like him really, a little bit left wing. Um, do things a bit bonkers but for the children to really feel um, a passion towards what they are learning and to want to to find out for themselves and to learn more about themselves through what happens in in my classroom Lovely. wow i love that answer i really do love it uh, well, quite no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I love the how she's just, like switched it up to completely different. I was expecting you to say Miss Honey and then Miss Trunchbull then. Trunchbull. I was waiting. <laughs> <Yes. about> that. <laughs> that's that's just for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting that too. Um but actually we had this conversation a few weeks ago, but Miss Honey is quite a controversial one, actually, because we were saying that actually Miss Honey was she too nice? Yes. Is she too? Oh, <laughs> no. Who said so too? No, but actually, my class, we've been reading Matilda and they were like, she is too nice. They were like, we'll just talk over her and all of that. And they were like, why is she taking um, Matilda home? You know, there were some things, you know, that Ofsted would not agree with. So... <laughs> or social services. Or yeah. social. Yeah. <laughs> of course, of course. Um, do you still stand by Miss Honey, though? I do because not but that's why I've mixed her up with with yeah. John Keating because you know there are elements of her that I just think are just so sweet yeah. and lovely yeah. but I don't want to be a doormat and nor am I a doormat um but I am also a little bit of a free radical like John Keating as well I love that I love it I love it oh Wow. Well, thank you so, so much to my amazing guests, Penny, Louise, Verity. Thank you so, so much. Thank I really you. Hope thank you. you. It's been great to be on. Thank you. And you guys do some amazing things. I really wish you all the best. And I'm sure people can come to you if they are feeling like they need a bit more information about um, going into SLT or any of those kind of things. I know your socials. Would you like to say your Twitter accounts in case anyone's here and 
wanting to follow? Uh, yeah, if we start with Penny, mine's Penny W. Penny W. It's very unimaginative, so apologies <laughs> for that. But um, yeah, that's me. You don't forget <laughs> it though. <laughs> no, well, if I did, there might be a little bit of a problem. But um, yeah, <laughs> we will remind we... you, Penny. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> and then we've got Louise. Yeah, mine's boring too. Mrs. Louise for it's quite an easy one. Right. Yes, that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> and then to end with Verity. Um, mine's really unimaginative, but there's a play on words, and it's um, Mrs. Very T. I like yours. Lovely, lovely. Nice. Bit of tea. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, thanks again, everybody, and I look forward to talking to you all on the Late Late Show with Shaniqua Edwards Haid in a fortnight. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Thank, Bye. You. Thank Bye. you very much. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Teachers Talk Radio. Tune in live and listen back at ttradio.org. We look forward to hearing from you next time on Teachers Talk Radio.